Hello, Devoted family. We're so excited you're here. We love hearing the stories behind our amazing brands. And today, you'll get to hear from Janessa Waite. And guess what? She's the founder of Janessa Waite. So get ready to feel inspired. All right, I'm here right now with Janessa Waite. Hello, Janessa. Hey, How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for being a part of this. Yes. Yeah, these are so fun. You know, you are, no one else, only a handful of people will be able to say you are a founding partner uh, with Devoted. So we are so grateful oh, for you. That is so fun. Well, I, it's been an honor to be part of Devoted and the company. And yeah, it's been a big blessing. Well, you've been, um, you've been a hot item. Our, our people <laughs> like your stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. But uh, yeah, I, I think especially looking on like Instagram and, and social and stuff, it seems like, you know, when, when our customers and our affiliates get their hands on your products, they, they really like to make sure everybody knows it in their life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to hear. <laughs> Yeah, so it's really good there. So tell us, we're going to just kind of work through the Janessa Wade story and however much of that you want to tell us. But, um, you know, tell us a little bit about you, your family, whatever you want to share and how that led into what you're doing today. Yeah, so fun fact, I'm actually from Canada originally. So I grew right. up in Canada and and 2012 is when I moved to um, the U.S. and I did uh, three years of uh, Bible college, actually, which was very transformational years in my life. And that's actually where I met my husband, who's originally from Colorado, but we met in California in Bible college. And and so, um, yeah, we have been married now for five years. Um, it's been the best five years of my life. I love him so much. And he's actually a, a big part of my company and, and right. running things. So he's a, a big part of my, my business as well. You know, when you're as a Canadian, I had to apply for my green card and there was that whole process. And I had a year off where I, I actually could not work um, legally because I had already filed my paperwork and I was waiting to kind of um, get the, the official green card back in the mail. And so in that time period, um, I just had a lot of time in, on my hands. I was very bored. Um, a lot of my friends had finished school at that point and moved back to their countries. And, and so I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine who um, one day pulled up a social media account of a hand letterer. And I had never really seen hand lettering before. It was actually right when hand lettering started to slowly get popular back in 2015. I remember she pulled this account up and showed me and she was like, you know what? I can see you doing something like this. And I was kind of like taken back and I was like, really? And the moment she said that I felt something in my spirit saying you could do this too. And I just felt this invitation from God, like this little tug in my heart. It wasn't like this loud booming God voice, like you shall be a hand letter. <laughs> like it was not, right. it was nothing <laughs> like that. It was a small tug, like this small still voice of God tugging on my heart to say, just try this and see what happens. So that was really the beginning. I, I just, I remember, I think it was that day I went home. I got, I mean, not supplies. I just grabbed like a ballpoint pen, some printer paper. And I mean, yeah. like it was definitely very raw. Like I did not take any courses on hand lettering or anything. I was just like, I'm going to give this a shot and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to create with God. And that was kind of the, the beginning. It was never really, it, I kind of joke that I stumbled upon hand lettering. Right. <laughs> and it, it, I, or hand lettering found me kind of thing. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm curious your friend. So, I mean, what was it that made her like, what had she seen in you or, or, you know, that well, made her think, Oh yeah, you know, you'd be great at this. Yeah. Well, we were good friends and we connected a lot on like creative ideas and, and I, it was literally on a coffee date that we had. We were just getting coffee in the morning. And she, it was kind of one of those, like, I mean, she was probably just following the, the Holy Spirit and not even realizing that God was leading her to tell me about this. And she has no idea what that kind of set me up for. Yeah. But it was definitely a God moment looking back of like, whoa, God can use even the mundane conversations that we have to set us up for something real big that we have no idea about. Wow. You know, that's and amazing how he uses people in our life to do that. Yes. You know, even if they're not aware of it at the time, you know, it's funny how just the, you know, you've probably had this. I've had people, you know, come to me sometimes and say, Oh, remember when you said that one thing to me? And I'm like, no, I don't remember <laughs> that at all. Um, but it meant so much to them, you know? And so you just have to know that it's like, Oh, great. I'm glad I could kind of be a vehicle there, but you yeah. know, it's, it's you and God. Yeah. Yeah. And community is so important. I mean, I, I, I'm such a big advocate of getting around community that can push you into your destiny, that can call out the gold in you, that can be the, you know, cause we have break, our breakthroughs are also hidden in the community around us and we have no idea. And that's why we're meant to not be Lone Rangers, we're meant to do life on life with people and mm. especially with believers, life on life with believers, because God will use his people to help them get to the next step of their destiny. Oh, yeah, that's great. So catch us up because you are in, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you're in Austin, Texas yes. now, correct? Yes. All right. So connect the dots there. How did you end up? You were in California doing Bible yeah. school and so now... Got married, started doing lettering, and then about two years after um, being married and kind of in this world of hand lettering, um, my husband and I actually in that in that two year span were actually itinerant ministers. So we would go to churches around the U.S. and Canada and Mexico and and go to churches and minister. And, and we have a big heart for our ministry and equipping the body of Christ to walk in their destiny, to fall, hear the voice of God to walk in their fullness. And that's really a big passion of ours. And, and so two years in, um, we have our mentors who are, were pastors at the church that we were part of. They actually felt the call of God to leave California and go to Texas, Austin, Texas, to plant a church. And so when they gave us the news of moving to another, another state, they were, they told us right off the bat, we want you to come. We want you to build with us. We want you to be young adult pastors. And we were like, at first, you know, it was kind of, I was like, yes, we're going. And my husband was like, <laughs> more the practicals, like, okay, let's, let's wheel it back a little bit. You know, like we just had bought our dream house, like all these things that it didn't make sense for us to leave Reading because we had just moved, you know, we just got our dream house and all these things, but the Lord was on it. And I mean, it would, it, it, on paper, it made no sense for us to move when they were moving and but we felt god on it and there was a series of events where the lord spoke so clearly to ben and i um and was like you're going to texas and so after six months of being in our dream home we listed it and a miracle that we actually ended up making a profit off our house like it made no sense like we wow. should have lost money but we made right. a profit and i mean the lord was like if, if you just obey me, like there will be grace to sustain you to get where I'm calling you to go. Even if it feels like there's massive sacrifices, he's like, I will sustain you. And we've seen that. I mean, 
from the time we left to moving out here, like God has not, not just sustained us, but brought increase. And I, and that is so true when we just obey the voice of God, like it's, it's glory to glory. It's there's increase when we, when we obey his voice, even if it feels like we're going into a land, we have no idea what the heck is going to happen, but it's like, the Lord is faithful. (laughs) Wow. And so, and, and so you're still, Involved in in that ministry, right? Or in ministry, yeah. Or, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're part of the church. The we we officially launched the church two years ago. Um, we actually yesterday was our exact to the day second year anniversary, September twenty second. So well, congrats. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been such a fun journey, and and Ben and I, we are we love pouring into the young adults, um, and we love being a part of the the core team at the church, and really just we have a huge heart for the local church and and the importance of being plugged in and being part of the family and, um, you know, the body of Christ, we need each other. And it's been a fun journey and learning a lot. Um, but we do have a, a big passion for, for ministry as well. And, and have enjoyed every single step. <laughs> oh yes. And, and it certainly shows in your products too. And, no, and everything yeah. that you create without a doubt, you know, so let's go back to that. Like, so, okay, you've got your ballpoint pen, you've got your printer paper. What did you, uh, fill me in for a second, because, you know, first off, you know, you mentioned the the hand lettering trend and what is that? What distinguishes hand lettering? Why has that trend occurred? What does it get confused with? Like set us all straight here um, so that we (laughs) know what we're talking about. Yeah. So I would say hand lettering is a very unique style. I think probably before hand lettering became very large and big, um, calligraphy was probably the term a lot of people would use. And that was more of the traditional um, instruments for that. Lots of rules, right? There's a certain way you do calligraphy, right? Yeah, exactly. And funny is I actually tried to do calligraphy in my hand lettering journey and I just did not enjoy it for myself. And I think (laughs) my personality, I'm very like, go with the wind, creative and ideas. And so for the fact, like the fact that, the calligraphy right. was more like there's a process, there's a step by step. And I was like, I just need freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so, no calligraphy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No calligraphy for me. It works great for other people. And I love following calligraphers and I am so inspired because it, it is a totally another skill set, 100%. So I do admire them, but it just wasn't my cup of tea and well, hand lettering just just the way that I could dip my brush in, in ink and control how much ink I, and it can be messy. And I mean, at the end of all my hand lettering, like I'm just like lettering with the brush pen, I'd have ink on my hands and I felt like I was part of it. Like I was creating and I was one with the, <laughs> with the pen, you know, so to speak. And it just felt very, um, I don't know, just like made me come alive and hand lettering. Yeah. It, it really has, taken off in the last five years I would say 2015 it was like it wasn't really popular but it was like cool maybe kind of and yeah. people were like oh was, like I like what you're doing kind of a custom piece <laughs> was there something specific that sparked it or did it just kind of happen organically I I don't know I think it just kind of happened organically because I've never I think it's always been around like typography and I think typography right. and calligraphy like got it's like they kind of mesh together and it's like hand lettering because it's like it is like I would say hand lettering is very unique where every person that is a hand letterer it's their it is essentially their own handwriting but the instruments they're using it's like like the brush pen it does give that like 
brushed look, that hand lettered look, but it's unique because it's actually their handwriting, if that makes sense. So yeah, it is very, um, the amount of styles and how creative you can get with the hand lettering is so wide and vast compared to calligraphy where it's like this, everything kind of looks very similar. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Well, and even like, like looking at, at your, so, so like the pillowcase, right. In his presence, I find rest. That yeah. statement on its own, regardless of how it's written, is a great statement, right? It's meaningful. However, mm-hmm. then to see the style that you bring to it, you know, and, you know, or anyone would bring to it, right? And, and how that, that style and that feeling and the passion and, and whatever else goes into that, it somehow comes through so much more so without all the rules, right? Yeah. Just, hey, this is just hand lettering. I'm, I'm just scratching this out. This is how I feel right now. Yeah. And it has a personal, and I, what I love about hand lettering is it has a personal touch to it. It feels like a person, more personable and relatable because of it, of the, of it feeling like it did come from a person and it did come from like a hand, if that makes sense. I mean, everything comes from the hand, but right. dude, like it feels like relatable and personable and then you can like connect with it. Do the yeah. style and yeah. Wow. So, um, so, so you've learned that and you're, I mean, are there any, I want to geek out for a second. I don't even know if there's space to geek out, but like, <laughs> are there certain like techniques that you've learned or you're like, no, 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 that's the whole point. There are no techniques for what I do or, you know, certain, <laughs> what have you learned? You know, I mean, like, how have you seen just in your craft, how have you seen you evolve and you, you know, improve and, and what's that been like? Yeah, no, that's a great question. You know, definitely if if you look back at my work from 2015, you will 100% see how much of it's evolved and and it's definitely changed a lot. And I think that comes through just consistently practicing for me has been a big thing and and not capping my creativity but allowing myself to create not and not just for people but also for myself and exploring and having that time where maybe I just put worship on and connect with God and and hand letter verses or and just practicing and getting my hand moving has been a big thing. And, and yeah, I mean, I just, I'm the type of person where I really like to kind of test the water. So I've kind of, I, you know, there'll be days I'm like, I'm going to go to Michael's craft store and I'm going to buy a pen I've never used before and just see what, what happens when I use that or so kind kind of taking risk, I think is really has been a real um, benefactor in me evolving too is trying new things I wouldn't have tried before, but then I find some style of mine that I'm like, Oh, I love this. This feels like me at another level. And, and then I'll kind of stick to that style. And, um, but the, in terms of like my, the, how the letters look on the page that, that really has come through just practice consistency and just, um, practice. Yeah. Just kind of keeping my, my hand warm and really just never stop creating is kind of what I, my, where my headspace is like keep yeah. evolving. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to talk about that too, because, you know, not only, I mean, we've got certain products of yours that we carry in, in through devoted um, as this is going out, you know, there may or may not be other things coming. So we'll let that be a surprise for whenever that happens. But <laughs> you also, there's other things that you carry that we don't currently have in the, in the marketplace. And then just following you on Instagram and, and you know, on social, like you're, you're constantly posting, you know, those are your posts, right? Or a a lot of things, which I love. I think that's really cool. Um, so what, what is the process for you? Is it, is there a, um, is there a discipline like, Hey, this is, I do this every day and I try to do it, you know, between these times. And this is the process I go through that leads to it. 
or is it truly just off the cuff or a mix of all that? Like what leads you to say, ah, I'm lettering that right now. Yeah. Great question. I think it's a mixture of both. Um, it really has changed as my seasons have changed. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a little harder these days cause I have a, a three month old baby uh, right. named Jasper, who I love very much. So <laughs> that has been a big change in my life. So I don't have maybe the luxury of just kind of creating right off the right when I feel yeah. that inspiration, which, you know, it, it looks different and I'm okay with that. And I know that that's my season looks different, but in past, do you, think, do you think we'll see that come through like in your lettering? Like, Oh yeah, this is the, uh, like when Jasper hits terrible twos, will we know that by your <laughs> yeah. lettering? Maybe, maybe you'll see like, Oh, that a looks a little off. <laughs> I'm like stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I've got, we were just talking about it. I've got one who's in his terrible twos and he is, he's oh. taking full advantage of it. And oh. my, my handwriting is barely legible right now because of it. But anyway, so yeah. Uh, anyway. But no, like go back to, yeah, go back to your process though. So yeah, you're in seasonal life. It's kind of just, uh, you know, what leads to that process of, all right, here's what I'm writing. Yeah, I think that there is a different, a few different factors. You know, there would be times when, um, you know, even in church service during worship or during a message, I'll kind of hear a statement or we'll be singing a song and I'm inspired by the message behind it. And I'll get my phone out and I'll put some, some thoughts in my notes. Um, and then I'll kind of come back to that later because I'm like, oh, like, I get really inspired in the presence of God. And I, and personally, I think that's just the best time to create is when you're in the presence right. of God and there's an open heaven, it feels like. And I mean, God is the ultimate creator. And so he's a great well mm -hmm. to pull on and to partner with. And and so I, I try to be intentional with keeping my creative senses aware when I'm in his presence or when I'm worshiping the Lord or reading the word of God and just kind of keeping that attentive. Um, you know, waiting for that. If there is something, just being attentive to that. But there are times where I may not feel totally inspired or, but like, yeah, it just totally changes. Like sometimes I'll just be in nature and I just like, I see yeah. colors and I will just imagine like some like fall, you know, we're entering into a fall season. And I just think, oh, I, I just, there's something about the browns and the warm tones and the, the feeling of like, kind of just like, getting in tune with my senses and, and then being intentional, going to my iPad or the brush pen with printer paper and just, and literally not having an agenda other than I'm just going to create and then, and pulling on those notes from church services or pulling on different things where I have, you know, written things down and, and kind of start going off of that. And there's been times where I've just would start writing, like whatever is on my mind and things would come out like kind of like processing on paper <laughs> and things would just right. statements would come out from that. And so, yeah, I don't know if that kind of helps give a no, window into that. As you were talking too about like being in church, you know, and uh, you know, a lot of people are taking notes or journaling here in church. So I was, I found myself curious here, you know, so are you sitting there like, like actually hand lettering or is that like doodling or you're like, no, 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 I'll do that another time. I'm just taking notes right now. Like, how do you go about that? Like in the moment? Yeah, well, I so I I have like an iPad and and the the um the system I use is Procreate, which I absolutely love and I recommend anyone use Procreate. It's pretty easy to learn and it's a really fun program to to letter on. And so I'll I'll like write notes, but I like to kind of get creative with my notes and I'll letter yeah. the the pastor's name and <laughs> kind of have fun with it. So sometimes I'll just like add it in there or like 
kind of write the statement out and then kind of revisit the notes or just like reread it and be like, oh, you know, this was this, there's something on the statement and God, like, what are you saying? What are you telling me through this? Is there, is there a declaration from this that I can, I can create, you know, just from this powerful message or, and so, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, my notes are kind of funny, (laughs) kind of very creative and all. (laughs) No, that's good. So you know, looking at, you know, right now in the marketplace, we've got a few of your eight by 10 prints. We've got a couple of your 11 by 17s. Uh, we've got one of your, two of your posters, you know, the 24 by 36s, you know, uh, but we also, and those have been really popular, but I think, and you told us this would happen. So as I'm remembering, you correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong here, but I think we met like the week of like March 16th, like right, or maybe before, right before that, the week before, but it was right when COVID was like oh, yeah. all of a sudden becoming a thing. Yeah. Cause I remember we were sitting there as like, uh, cause you were like six or seven months pregnant and, and Ben was there with you. And we were sitting there was like, we don't, you know, how do we act around all of this? And yeah, we're like, right? well, hey, <laughs> we were coming, you know, so we're here. And so it yeah. was great. But I remember then, um, and this shows you what I know, but you said the pillowcases are a really big deal. Yeah. And I didn't say it then, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, pillowcases? We're going <laughs> to sell pillowcases? Um, but like Gretchen and Peggy are like, oh, yeah, I love that. It's great. And I was like, okay. And sure enough, people love them. They also love those mugs. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, talk to us a little bit about pillowcases. How did you get into to that, like what, what made you think, Oh, this is the canvas. I want these, my lettering to be on, you know, and, yeah. and what's the story behind that? Yeah. So that actually pillowcases was, um, actually my husband's idea, believe it or not, <laughs> I can't take all the, <laughs> the credit for that. Um, but two years ago, he, we were just kind of brainstorming like, Hey, like how can we evolve as a business? I was just doing prints at the time. And he was like, you know, it'd be cool. It was kind of one of those like mundane kind of conversations. You know, it'd be cool. What about pillowcases? And I was like, huh, pillowcases. <laughs> like, right. I know what he thought. <laughs> and you know what? I was like, it's different. And my husband likes to think very different. He's like, how can we be unique? How can we stand out? And I love that he really bring, helps me kind of think that way. And so I was like, all right, let's, let's just try it out. And so we tried a couple of designs and sure enough, the pillowcases just went nuts. Like we were shocked and I was like, Oh, there is something on this. And it's just, it is different. And there's just something about having decor in your room and it being something you sleep on and and having a declaration or a statement that, you know, you spend, we spent almost half our life sleeping, you know, (laughs) like we spent so much time on our bed sleeping. And I'm like, what better way? Like, why not? We still have moments of encounters with God when we're sleeping. Like, I think there's still something there for us. And, and what better way to kind of have a reminder of truth right before we sleep for eight hours, nine hours of the day, whatever, however long you get sleep. And just like, remember, like just going to sleep, remembering truth, I think is powerful rather than going to bed right before and just thinking of all the stresses and the worries. But it's like, you go to bed and you read your pillowcase and you're like, Oh yeah. Like this is the truth. Like you know, in God's presence, there's rest. Like I, I'm going to step into rest tonight and in his presence, there is rest and his presence is everything I need because it's God. And, and that going to bed with that kind of truth, I'm like, Oh, I just got so excited of the potential that what we could create as a reminder for people before they go to sleep. <laughs> so that's kind of yeah. a, Ben, it was a big part of that. So I'm really thankful for his ideas and 
Yeah, that, that's really good. And of course, your, your, all your different prints are awesome. And, you know, one of the cool things about your products is you have the, the wood banner frame that's, uh, hey, do you want, do you not? I mean, I think it's so cool and awesome and flexible and yes. it gives people all kinds of options, right? And so easy. Yes. yes, that I'm really, I love that because I'm, I'm sure many people can relate to me, but I love to change up my decor in my house so much. It kind of drives my husband crazy sometimes. I'm like, he's like, no more putting nails on the walls. <laughs> like, oh, please, please. He banned me. He was like, you have to use those sticky like uh, command strips. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Cause I just love decorating and changing things up. So the wood banners have been awesome for that. Cause if I want to change out a print, like I can do that. And it's still, you know, it's just like a great way to kind of change things up and, and hold that. Um, in place. And I, I really love the banners. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and people do too. And, and people love your coffee mugs. Oh, yay. Um, <laughs> yes. And I, most people aren't going to know this. They're going to know. So they sold what we had sold really quickly, as you know, and we had to reorder. Most yeah. people don't know the story though. We were oh like, okay, you have to wait. I know it was crazy. I think people will enjoy knowing this stuff. It was behind the scenes stuff, right? Oh but, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, go for it. <laughs> We had ordered um, a lot of mugs and we were, I was following up, like they're like, it's on its way. And then we get a call mid transport in Arizona. The truck gets into a massive accident. <laughs> like oh my God. bad. I mean, it sounded like it probably flipped and every single one of those mugs had broken. Like every, not one to spare. I was like, please just like what mugs can we spare? They're like, there is none. <laughs> so I'm oh like imagining this, like, I'm like, really like the, the, the timeline. I mean, we, we were like really needing to get those mugs because I knew that they had sold out quick. So I'm like, I am so sorry. It's, you know, what do you do when you find out the truck holding all your mugs like flipped? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. That's not on anyone's schedule, you know, and it's, yeah. it, it was funny, you know, cause we have our daily meetings and, and you know, Lewis on our team and, you know, oh. the day that came up, it's like, uh, you know, so there's sorry. always, I mean, we've heard lots <laughs> of reasons for delays. Um, you know, it's just part of the business, but it's like, yeah, and the truck wrecked and yeah. they're all done, you know? So anyway. Oh, hey. we did not see that coming. And I think yeah. that just shows you the, the, the real behind the scenes of being an entrepreneur. You, there, you never know what's going to happen and you kind of have to just go along for the ride and trust God. <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. So, so tell me, I mean, um, let me ask this. I'm going to ask kind of a two-part question because I don't know, it might overlap. It might not. So you answer it however you want to. But yeah. the first part of the question is, uh, you know, it's young in this and, and all of that good stuff, but what is being a part of the devoted marketplace uh, meaning for you uh, and for Janessa Waite? And then also the second part, which may, you know, however you want it to have to do with that, whatever, but where do you see your company going over the next few months and years? What, what's your yeah. vision? No, I love that question. Well, I'll just start off by saying that Devoted has really impacted me um, in many ways. I actually, um, I joined in and watched your debut um, for Devoted and, you know, got to, was part of the worship time, seeing um, the founder up there singing happy birthday. Like I was in tears, just like hearing the history and watching just this one man's faithfulness in his heart to sow back into the kingdom and also bless other people. And there is just like, that has been so impacting. And I think that it really resonated with my heart because I think that is a part of my dream of wanting to do is to not just build my own thing, but to build God's kingdom. And 
using a gift that he gave me to love him back and, and loving him by sewing back, um, the blessing and, and giving it back to missions and, and seeing the gospel of Jesus go through the nations and, and sewing into people that can actually go to places that I can't physically go because I I'm stewarding my call here. And so, um, just devote has really, I mean, I've just, I feel like a new fire and a new something inside of me ignited to, to really see the big picture of like, you know, if God could do that for this one man and his wife, you know, what, you know, how am I dreaming big in this area? Like to say one day to say, I, my, I was able to give millions for the gospel. I'm like, Oh, like, wow, what a dream. Like that would be to, to do. And I'm just so honored that I can even partner with devoted and, and, um, and be part of this giving back. And I think it's so powerful. And, and, and then to know that there's all these representatives and affiliates that are, are on board and passionate for the same thing as just like, this is what kingdom business should look like. And it's been really, um, been really eye opening for me in a whole new level. And I've always had a heart for missions and, and giving, but this kind of took it to another level. And I think it really is, um, the founders, their heart and their, yeah, just the, their passion that kind of ignited another level of passion in me. Um, so yeah. that to answer that. Um, and then, yeah. And then for my vision, that's been a work in progress. I I'm right now kind of behind the scenes. I, I work, everything is for my house. I don't have a workspace yet. So as you can imagine, my business is taking over my house. Right. <laughs> like my garage. So, my so is Jasper. Yeah, that's so is Jasper, right? I have no escape. My, my business is like running my house. And so we're feeling the, the pull to kind of start looking for office space. And we have, we have three employees who um, run, help us, are helping us to fill orders every day. And we've been really blessed by that. So, I mean, my dream would really be to have a facility in the next three years, a warehouse. And, um, I mean, the dream would be to have a, a live on a, a property where I can actually just have my facility built in the backyard. So I don't yeah. have to commute to work. It's like, I can still be a, a mom, uh, and raise my child, but also be close to the company if it, if I'm pulled in that. And so, that's really my my big vision, and then also, I mean, just the dream is to really take the you know what I do, the the truth, and and bringing words and letting that even the reach even expand further out. And so, um, whatever that looks, I mean, I have a dream to get into stores like um, Hobby Lobby or Michaels, uh, Barnes and Noble, like just getting like kind of seeing myself go into those spheres where you're reaching another demographic of people that may not know the Lord, but are being brought in front of this, this product that has truth that makes them start to question like, why, why am I feeling this love? Or why am I feeling something in my heart move when I read this? And like, and then maybe they would read my website and then find out that I'm a believer and I love Jesus. Like, just like for them to have a, a touch point right. with presence of God. Like that is my dream that it can, people would get saved through my products or people would have encounters with God. Like that is the ultimate dream is impacting people's lives and being, helping them draw them closer to the Lord if they're believers or non-believers. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. And, and I know too, very similar to the the Horners and why they started Premier, um, Janessa Wake gives back to missionaries as well, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, yeah. 
I definitely, we, we have some missionaries that we sow into that are in Thailand and they're actually right now raising money for a gospel truck, which is really fun. So they're, they're, okay. they, yeah, it's, you know, you're like, what's a gospel truck? So it's, it's like a big, it's like a truck that can convert into a stage and then they can take it to villages and make a stage and preach the gospel of Jesus. And, and I mean, they're already seeing, they've seen hundreds and thousands of people saved in Thailand and they want to go to the villages. They want to go to the places that no people have gone. So they're raising, I think about 80,000 for this gospel track. And so we've been slowing into that and I'm excited um, at the end of the year, I'm going to give a percentage of my, um, my profits to of just of the year into that, into what they're doing. And I really believe in, in taking the gospel into the ends of the earth and the places that we can't go and sowing into that. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Um, and obviously near and dear to our heritage uh, here at Devoted. So it's so great to partner with you on that. Well, yeah. there's so much we could talk through and I bet in the future we will, but I want to wrap this time up, but I like wrapping it up with a, a simple, but very important question. Um, Devoted's mission is to help people live a life that's fully devoted. Yeah. So what are you fully devoted to? I am, man, that's a packed question. I could talk for a long time about this, but I'm fully devoted to seeing people walk in the fullness of their destiny by believing the truth of who they are and who God says they are. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> and end of conversation. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Yes. No. That was great. Awesome. Hey, Janessa, thank you for joining me. Where, if people want to find you, obviously you have your website. What do you recommend if they need to connect with you or anything like that? Yeah, I always point people to Instagram. That's kind of where I, I'm at a lot of the time. So my Instagram handle is just my name, Janessa Waite. Um, shoot me a DM if you want to connect and say hi. I love I love responding to people and just making a point of contact and saying hi. So you can find me there. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of Devoted. Yeah, thank you, Brad. I really appreciate it. Wasn't that amazing? Make sure to check out all of the Janessa Waite products in our Devoted Marketplace where you get to shop with a purpose.